0: Father God, I thank you for another opportunity, God, to sit before your people to tell them what thus says the Lord. God, use me on tonight, God, however you see fit, Lord God, for your glory, in the name of Jesus. Welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacy. Thank you for joining me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it. Tonight the foundational text comes from 2 Kings chapter 4 verses 11 through 28. That's 2 Kings chapter 4 verses 11 through 28 from the New King James. I ask that you read the entire chapter in your private time with him. But for the sake of time right now, I'm beginning with 2 Kings chapter 4 verses 11 to 28. And it happened one day that he came there, and he turned into the upper room and lay down there. Then he said to Gehazi his servant, Call the Shunammite woman. When he had called her, she stood before him, and he said to him, Say now to her, Look, you have been concerned for us with all this care. What can I do for you? Do you want me to speak on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the army? She answered, I dwell among my own people. So he said, What then is to be done for you? What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Actually, she has no son and her husband is old. So he said, Call her. When he had called her, she stood in the doorway. Then he said, About this time, next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, No, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. But the woman conceived and bore a son when the appointed time had come of which Elisha had told her. And the child grew. Now it happened one day that he went out to his father to the reapers. And he said to his father, My head, my head. So he said to to a servant, Carry him to his mother. When he had taken him and brought him to his mother. He sat on sat on her knees till noon, and then died. And when she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, shut the door upon him and went out. Then she called to her husband and said, Please send me one of the young men and one of the donkeys, that I may that I might that I may Run to the man of God and come back. So he said, Why are you going to him today? Is it neither the new moon nor the Sabbath? And she said, It is well. Then she saddled a donkey and said to her servant, Drive and go forward. Do not slacken the pace for me unless I tell you. And so she departed and went to the man of God at Mount Carmel. So it was when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to his servant Gehazi, Look, the Shunammite woman, please run now to meet her and say to her, Is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, It is well. Now when she came to the man of God at the hill, she caught him by the feet. But Gehazi came near to push her away. But the man of God said, Let her alone, for her soul is in deep distress, and the Lord has hidden it from me, and has not told me. So... She said, Did I ask a son of my Lord? Did I not say, Do not deceive me? Now, before I get into what I'm really supposed to be talking about tonight, there are two things I want to point out to you from the text that I pray will be helpful to somebody listening in. Number one, pray. Pray. Pray over your children's head. Pray over your children's head, their mind, their intellect, their emotions. The head represents their mind, their intellect, their emotions. Pray over your children's head. Especially with them being quarantined right now and practicing social distancing. You need to keep them. In constant prayer, keep constant prayer over their heads. Notice notice how quickly the enemy attacked the boy's head in tonight's foundational text. Up into up until that point the boy was fine. Up until that point the boy was fine. Then all of a sudden, somebody said all of a sudden. Then all of a sudden he started complaining about his head hurting. That's point number one. Number two, if you are married to a spouse that doesn't have the same level of faith that you have, if you are married to a spouse that does not have the same level of faith that you have, you can't tell them everything. You cannot hear me. You cannot tell them everything. You can't be fighting a good fight of faith over here and fighting with them over there. You can't be fighting a good fight of faith over here and then fighting with them over there. Somebody, that's just way too much at the moment. So don't tell them everything. Instead, here's what you need to do. You need to reach out to someone that knows how to come into a faith agreement. You need to reach out to someone that knows how to come into a faith agreement with you and call those things that be not as though they were You need to reach out to somebody in faith, somebody that has faith, on the same level as your faith or greater. Somebody that knows how to call those things that be not as though they were. Romans 4 and 17. Y'all just don't know how it blessed my whole soul when the woman in tonight's foundational text didn't tell her husband, their son was dead. It blessed my whole soul when the woman in tonight's foundational text didn't tell her husband their son was dead. That's what I'm talking about. She didn't tell her husband everything, but she took him, she took her son in the room she had built for the man of God and laid him on the man of God's bed. Then she called to her husband and said, Please send me one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and come back. Her husband said, Why are you going to him today? It is neither the new moon nor the Sabbath. And all she said, and all she said in response to her husband was, It is well. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But that's not the topic for tonight. But that's not the topic for tonight. But tonight we are going to be talking about applying pressure to the word of God. Tonight we're going to be talking about applying pressure to the word of God. God gave me the illustration of a person who's badly wounded, bleeding, bleeding. In need of help, one of the first things we are told to do to stop the bleeding and possibly save that person's life while they await medical attention is to apply pressure to the wound. To stop the bleeding, apply pressure to the wound. I'm here to tell somebody tonight if you want to stop some things in your house. If you want some things to heal, get delivered in your house. You must apply pressure to the Word of God. And don't stop applying pressure until your help shows up. I'm here to tell somebody if you want some things to stop in your house. Heal in your house. Get delivered in your house. You must apply pressure to the Word of God. And don't stop applying pressure until your help shows up. No, no matter how many times your own intellect calls you a liar. No, no matter how many times your own intellect calls you a liar for speaking something you can't see. No matter how many times you get laughed at by people who don't understand how faith operates. None of that matters. It doesn't matter how many times people laugh at you because they don't understand how faith operates. Your job is to keep applying pressure to the Word of God. Hear me, your job is to keep applying pressure to the Word of God. If you want want to save the life of your marriage, save the life of your bleeding finances, or like the woman in tonight's text, save the life of your child, keep applying pressure to the Word of God. If you want to save the life of your bleeding marriage, save the life of your bleeding finances, or like the woman in tonight's foundational text, save the life of your child, keep applying pressure to the Word of God. You see, as crazy as it sounds, this woman, this wife, this mother couldn't afford to keep saying just anything. She couldn't afford to just say anything. She couldn't afford to say anything other than it is well. Even though her son was dead, she was a woman who knew what God had promised her. She was a woman who knew what God had promised her through his servant, Elisha. So by saying it is well, she was not denying the facts. So by saying it is well, she was not denying the facts. Nobody's asking you to deny the facts. She was not denying the facts. But she was putting pressure on what God promised her. But she was putting pressure on what God promised her. Putting pressure on the word of God. God promised her that about this time next year you shall embrace a son. That's what Elisha said. He said no, he said nothing about having to bury a son. He said nothing about having to bury a son. But he said he prophesied to her about this time next year you shall embrace a son. That's what he said. You see. That's the problem. You see that right there, that's the problem. Many of you, you can't afford to keep saying what you're saying. You can't afford to keep saying what you're saying. Just like the woman in tonight's text, she couldn't afford to just be saying anything or keep saying anything. She had to say it as well to come in agreement with the word of God the word that was spoken over her that she shall embrace a son okay if she's embracing him then he must be well it is well you can't afford to keep saying what you're saying but then again you don't know what God promised you either somebody you can't afford to keep saying what you're saying but you don't know what God promised you either therefore you don't really know what you should be saying Therefore, you don't really know what you should be saying, but I'm here to help you on tonight. Here are a few examples as the Holy Spirit leads of what God has promised you and what you should be saying. Promise number one, love. Promise number one is love. Say this. This is how you should talk. Say this. I am love. It doesn't matter how others feel about me. I am loved. I am loved. God loves me. I am surrounded by a shield of His love. It is well. For you bless the godly, O Lord. You surround them with your shield of love. Psalms 5 and 12 from the New Living Translation. Promise number two, and remember these are just examples. Promise number two, a mind free of troubles, especially other people's troubles, other people's drama. Say this, this is the way you should be saying things, this is the way you should be talking. Say this, this trouble does not belong to me, I refuse to be troubled by this. It is well. Jesus told me to not be troubled. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. And trust also in me. John 14 and 1. New Living Translation. Okay, here comes promise number three. Promise number three is salvation in my home. Say this. Say this with me. Everybody... ...that abides under the same roof as me... ...will come to know and fully serve the Lord. Everybody that abides under the same roof as me... ...will come to know and fully serve the Lord. Not because I said so, but because it is so. It is well. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord... Choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served, whether the gods which your fathers served, that were on the other side of the river, or the gods of the Amorites, in whom land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua 24 and 15, New King James. Promise number four, marriage uninterrupted. God has promised you a marriage uninterrupted. Say this, say this with me. No device in the hands of the enemy, scheme or plot to bring strife, division, discord, or separation shall be able to, to destroy my marriage. I will not fall for it. I will not feed into it. Let's say it again. No device in the hands of the enemy, scheme or plot, to bring strife, division, discord, or separation shall be able to destroy my marriage. I will not fall for it. I will not feed into it. Whether it comes through a so-called friend, foe or family member I will not fall for it I will not feed into it it is well for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh so then they are no longer two but one flesh therefore what God has joined together let no man separate Matthew 19 Five, Matthew 19, 5 through 6 from the New King James Version. The King James says, Let no man put asunder. That was promise number 4. Promise number 5. Constant financial flow. See, you gotta know what the Lord has promised you. And begin to speak on his speak his promises and speak his word to back up what he's promised. Number five, constant financial flow. Say this Money comes to me because I am a giver. Everything I've given comes back to me thirty-sixty a hundredfold. We don't lose no money. Everything I've given comes back to me thirty-sixty a hundredfold. When I am in need, God uses men and just people in general to give back to me, so back into me with interest, so back into me with interest multiplied. It is well, give and gifts will be given to you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over where they pour into the pouch formed by the bosom of your robe and used as a bag for with the measure you deal out for with the measure you deal out with the measure you use when you confer benefits on others it will be measured back to you I told you we don't lose no money it will be measured back to you Luke 6 and 38 Amplified Classic Bible the AMPC I got one more example for you I got one more example for you And in case you didn't know, this is what it looks like and sounds like to apply pressure to the Word of God. But some of y'all, you've been saying stuff, and a lot of what you've been saying is not biblical. You've been just saying stuff, and a lot of what you've been saying is not biblical. And God says, That's why there's so much confusion in your house. And God says, That's why there's so much confusion in your house. You're talking all over the place from day to day. Nothing is constant. You're talking all over the place from day to day. Nothing is constant. Your words reveal that you are double-minded right now. Your words reveal that you are double-minded right now. And a double-minded man is unstable in all its ways. Same thing goes for a woman. And a double-minded man is unstable in all its ways. James 1, verses 6-8, New King James. The last example for tonight is for those of you suffering with fertility issues or, or, or perhaps like the woman in tonight's foundational text, the enemy has tried to take the life of your child. This is for you. This is promise number six. Healthy, blessed children. Say this, after me. God, you promised me the fruit of my womb. You promised me that. You promised me the fruit of my womb. Therefore, I speak life. I speak that life comes from within me, grows and lives to become, and is healthy and strong. Nothing will block or interfere with the conception. I will conceive, carry, and bring forth a child, bring forth children. For my seed shall not die, but live. For my, she- my seed shall not die, but live. I bind the hand of the enemy and cover my child, my children, in the protective, wonder-working, Miracle-activating blood of Jesus. I bind the hand of the enemy and I cover my child, my children, in the protective, wonder-working, miracle-activating blood of Jesus. It is well. My child will not die, but live. Somebody need to say this. My child will not die believe and will proclaim what the lord has done psalms 118 and 17 niv the fruit of your womb somebody said the fruit of my womb will be blessed deuteronomy 28 and 4 There's a few last things before I close on tonight. There's a few last things I want to point out from tonight's foundational text. Then I'll pray and dismiss. Then I'll pray and dismiss. I try to be respectful of your time. So I'll pray and dismiss. But before I do that, notice how the woman didn't break down. Notice how the woman in tonight's foundational text didn't break down in front of her husband, but she said, It is well. She even told Gehazi, the man who worked for Elisha, the man of God whom she had come to see. She even told him when he asked, It is well. But oh but oh oh, oh. when she got to Elisha, the man of God, she broke down. Telling him exactly how she felt. Because she had asked him in the beginning not to deceive her into thinking she could have a child. And if you read it from the New Living Translation, it says that she asked him to not get her hopes up. But Elisha prophesied. But Elisha spoke the prophecy anyway. But Elisha prophesied. And it came to pass. And it came to pass. Now here she was, desperately grabbing Elisha by the feet. She grabbed him by the feet, y'all. I thought that was interesting. She grabbed him by the feet, restraining his movement. And I wonder... Where had I seen that same kind of desperation before? I'm a word jockey, so automatically the Holy Spirit brought it to me. It was in Genesis 32 when Jacob refused to let the angel of the Lord go until he blessed him. So in closing, I say to everybody under the sign of my voice, Be careful who you break down in front of. Be careful who you break down in front of. Not everybody is equipped to delicately handle your pain. The wrong person will dismiss you and your feelings before you get what you needed from the moment. The wrong person will dismiss your feelings dismiss you and your feelings before you get what you needed from the moment. But beloved, if you must break down, because you're human, we're human. So if you must break down, break down at the feet of Jesus. And don't stop holding on until He blesses you. If you must break down, break down at the feet of Jesus. And don't don't stop holding on until He blesses you. Keep applying pressure To the word of God. You're not going to bleed out on my watch. Nobody under the sign of my voice. But you you will get blessed. If you keep applying pressure. To the word of God. Daily. Daily. Don't stop. Do it daily. There are so many more promises to be discovered. Read your Bible. Because I just gave you a couple of examples. The way the Holy Spirit led me to. But there's a lot more. To be discovered. So read your Bible. Let me pray for you. Father God, help help that one struggling to stay in faith, struggling to sound like faith, and speak only what you have promised. Help them, Father. Put a hedge of covering over their mouth so that nothing harmful will be able to sneak out and do harm to what they so desperately want to believe you for. Help them in this season. Continue to be merciful while they seek to align align their words with you. Continue to be merciful while they seek to align, align their words with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Save the unsaved, Lord. Amen. This concludes officially tonight's message. If you need prayer or Bible based consultation, you can always call or text 865 408 8690. That's 865 408 8690 or email. Prophetessdays at prolificfire.com. That's Prophetessdays at prolificfire.com. However, if you're on the phone lines right now via Block Talk Radio and you have a specific prayer request that's unrelated to what we just prayed about, what the Lord just brought His word about, because you should have received all of that by faith. If you have a prayer request that's unrelated to any of that, Press 1 on your phone. Here's the phone rules for you. Get your prayer request in your head and press 1 on your phone. Press 1 on your phone now. I will call out your area code so that you would know you're about to be on the air. But don't worry. I'm not going to give out any more of your number, just your area code, just so that you would know I'm talking to you. I cannot see your name. So I have to call out a little portion of your area code just so you will know I'm talking to you. But wait, 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 wait until you hear me say hello and probably greet you before you start talking. That way, not only will God hear your prayer request, but I'll hear it too and proceed accordingly. Now the announcements. If you need this minister's PayPal info or Cash App info, you can access the PayPal by going to paypal.me/slash prolific fire. That's paypal.me/slash prolific fire. Or the cash app, it's a dollar symbol and prolific fire. Read all together. The P in prolific is capital, and the F in fire is capital. The dollar symbol, prolific fire, read all together. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Prolific Fire on Instagram at Profit Estates. Like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. DM me on either one of those if you need to. People inbox me all the time. So if that's what you need to do, that's fine. Check out Prolific Many of the things I just named can be done right there on the website and so much more. So check out Prolific And be sure to join us on Faith on the Line with Prophetess is It's always a time of prayer and encouragement. Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. By calling the same number that many of you called tonight, thank you. 347-426-3782. That's 347-426-3782. Again, that's Friday night, 8, Eastern, 7, Central, 5, Pacific. Faith on the line with profit is paid. If you don't get your prayer request in on tonight, or you don't reach out to me in private, this is your next opportunity. Even if you do get your prayer request in, still call in again on Friday. You can never have too much prayer and too much encouragement. Then join me Back here on Prolific Fire, same night, time and place, which is Monday night, 10 Eastern 9 Central Seven Pacific. 10 Eastern 9 Central Seven Specific. When Prophet is paid herself, the woman of faith herself, we'll be giving us a much needed lesson on faith. So if you need your faith boosted, especially in these times that we're living in, be sure to join join us back here on Monday night. But come back Friday first, Friday for prayer and encouragement, and then another powerful word from the Lord on Monday. This time is based on faith, and we all need to get our faith in alignment. We all need it. I'm coming to the phone lines. Tell God be the glory. Get ready. I'm coming to the phone lines.